Hey, how you guys doing? It's the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to our Blackity Black on Black 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 Blackity Black podcast. This is the episode number five for the year. Uh, really out on a, a different pace than we have been in uh, the past. Uh, on the line tonight, I have the full complement of Blackity Black folks. Now, first off, let me just say that um, Thriller Beavis was invited to the Blackity Black podcast after complaining on the Marvel hacks that he doesn't get invited to it because of his whiteness. Uh, he was invited. He's not on the call tonight. <laughs> but other people are here. So on the line tonight uh, is the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Can you people? What's going on? Yeah, this is, yeah, you know he's complaining about not getting invited. He was invited. All right, uh, also on the line tonight, <laughs> female perspective, female perspective, say what's happening. Hola, what's up? It's all good. And also on the line tonight, it's Big Hosh, man. What's going on? Brother Beavis is white? Yeah, yeah I know, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shocking turn of events up here. So, yeah, so we're going to get into it today. we got a large RIP group. Do have a one guy to go before we get to that. We got box office reports and um, reviews for Captain Marvel, spoilers alert all over the place, and a whole bunch of blacky black ass topics. So, uh, before we get to one guy to go, man, what you drinking? It is Sunday afternoon. We lost an hour of sleep. Uh, I haven't felt it yet, but I'm sure I will tomorrow morning when I wake up. So, uh, female perspective, what you drinking? Uh, whiskey sour. Nice. Let's get it popping. Hutch, what you got? I'd have been late to work if I, when I woke up this morning. You know, I got to be careful. Um, <laughs> well. Nice. Uh, you're the teetotaler of the group, Sam, man. What you got? Uh, I got that on a Palmer. And, yes, I I do feel it already. It's freaking hour off. I'm thinking I'm feeling weird right now. <laughs> I woke, I yeah. woke up at the clock. Yeah, the clock says 6.30, which is, that's way early for me, even on weekdays. You know, I have to wake up for my job early. But even on weekends, I usually generally wake up at the same time, which is around 5. And um, when I saw the clock, I was like, man, 6.30 for me, that's really sleeping in. But then when I figured mm. it out, I was like, oh, yeah, I maybe slept in like a half an hour. So I haven't felt it yet. I don't like it being that dark when I drive to work, actually. I hate it um, a lot. I do not like that dark. I don't like that when it's so dark driving to work, but, you know, it's all good. All right. So but it, it stays light longer when you get off work. I like that part. Yeah. No, I do like that part. Yeah. No, you're right. I do like that part. I just, you know, here and, you know, I mean, off the uh, topic here really quick, Florida had actually talked about making a, a law, like it had passed a certain way about um, not doing this. Like, you know, just stay in the steady time there all the time, not falling back, not springing ahead or whatever because of its, you know, the location of the state or whatever. And it had gotten passed, but then there was some there was some sort of technicality or something that they weren't able to do it. So, like, prior to this week, you know, I'm driving to work with the sun coming up. I'm driving away from the freaking sun because I'm going a different direction. But I can see it in my rearview mirror. You know, I'm, that's fun for me. Now I'm driving dark and dodging squirrels and shit. Huh, I don't want to do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. All right. All right, so the one got to go this week before we get into everything else. The one got to go, and I put this one out on the, the text chain. If you follow us on Facebook, you know, generally speaking, we get three questions a day. This one came from Hutch. Um, the one got to go on the Buddy Cop movie. This is a debate here, I think. The one got to go for Buddy Cop movies was between Lethal Weapon, Rush Hour, Bad Boys, the Martin Lawrence, uh, Will Smith one, and 48 Hours. 
And so kind of going around the room, you know, kind of explain yourself, really. So, uh, Sandman, what did you have? Uh, what was the choices again? I, I can't remember what I picked. What was lethal, it? We- lethal Weapon, Rush Hour, uh-huh. uh, Bad Boys, yeah. and 48 Hours. Damn, I don't even remember what I picked. Um, I think I, I think I picked um, Rush Hour. Mm-hmm. I think I don't remember one. Um, okay. I don't know. It's just probably just the uh, the chemistry I thought between. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I really couldn't I just, tell you. I, I, yeah. I think that is what you picked too, and I was kind of surprised by that. Not necessarily from you, but I was just kind of surprised. Hutch, what did you pick? Um, I picked. I think bad boys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, and, and it's not the first one's not that horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't. The other other three, I kind of like them better. Right. You know, perspective. You picked bad boys also because primarily because she's the only. Yeah, I mean, she <laughs> was extremely, she was extremely annoying in that movie. Ooh, she was yeah. extra annoying. So, but I enjoyed the movie. Other than that, I liked the first one a lot, except for her. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I liked the first one. Um, but you know, of the four you you listed, I would probably get rid of that one because of her contribution to that movie. Yeah, and that was at the time <laughs> when they were trying to tell us that Tia Leone was attractive, and they should have stopped even back in nineteen ninety whatever that was. Um, <laughs> Lord, um, I. I I, I pick I did I, you know I usually sometimes I don't participate in those things but I I picked Forty Eight Hours and not because uh, I don't think it's a, a good or fun movie or whatever but that movie is very hard to watch but for some racial uh, issues concerning that there I mean he uh, Nick Nolte calls Eddie Murphy hard R mo- on three mm-hmm. different occasions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I haven't I haven't seen it in a while, so I kind of forgot about that. But yeah, I think you are yeah. correct. And hard R and multiple times in a movie that's supposed to be a comedy. Uh, what? Blazing Saddles '84. Huh? Blazing Saddles '84. Yeah, it came out. Yeah, mid '80s, right? Yeah, mid '80s something. Yeah, I mean, it's that's yeah. I was just like, I. That's really kind of difficult to watch. Were these uh, on calling uh, Sunny Boy? Huh? Were these on no, calling Sunny Boy? Yeah, that's just, I mean, for a time of 1980, whatever, maybe that would have been acceptable. It wasn't, probably. It shouldn't have been, but it was. And that's definitely not acceptable in this day and age. Like, I could be on a hard time watching mm-hmm. anybody call anybody hard R, especially in a comedy. Like, what's funny about that? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> 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 that's funny about that. <laughs> so, let's do it this way. I mean, what, Bad Boy 2? Well, Bad Boy 2 start off with the Clay KK and all that crap. Oh. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. You segued into it. Which one has the worst sequel? Bad Boy no, no. Uh, yeah. 48 Hours Probably. to... Rush Hour to, um, or Lisa Weapon to. I would say Bad Boys 2. Yeah, uh, Lisa Weapon is better than Lisa Weapon 1. So, yeah. yeah, I think another 48 yeah, Hours is pretty bad. Yeah. Another 48 I said Bad Boys 2. Yeah, they're both bad. Bad Boys 2 is fucking awful. It ain't great. Yeah, it is. Bad Boys 2 is awful. 
Yeah, that book has no <laughs> redeeming qualities. It, it literally has right. nothing redeeming about it. Oh, and, but neither does another forty-eight hours. The rat fucking was hilarious. Which one? Oh, the rat fucking was hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. I guess. Um, um, what? What? I'm sorry. What was? What was hilarious? What'd you say? I said the rat fucking in Bad Boys Two was hilarious. Yeah. You know what? Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a part yeah. where the rats were having sex. So, yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. Get a gift. I have it saved. Shows you how much I know about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think bad. I pretty much have most of it as well. But that's yeah, by design. Right. <laughs> yeah. Rush, Rush Hour 2 might actually be better than Rush Hour 1, actually. I Maybe. think it is. It, you know, okay, um, it's a good movie. Um, but, yeah. So, we'll, give, we'll be able to have this conversation about which one has the worst uh, threequel here fairly soon for three of the four. <laughs> Bad Boys 3. Uh, Rush Hour 3 is already Rush coming out. Or it's already out. Oh, no, wow. Yeah. Well, wow. Another, another 48 hours, really? I wouldn't. I, you wouldn't hope so. Has Eddie got to the point where he has to remake all of his old movies? Yeah. I don't know. Yes, yeah. I, think, I think he has. I think he has. That's a sign that he needed to go away, though. That's terrible. You know, that nigga yeah, is actually that cold. Yeah. You know what? That nigga actually has evolved into this thing where he tried to win the Oscar doing a, a freaking Make White Folks Feel Good movie. What's that? Mr. Church? I keep seeing the preview on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I, 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 oh, God. Yeah. Terrible. I, I did not terrible. see that. I did not. Oh, you yeah. saw it? Did you see it, uh, Batman? I saw part of it. I stopped watching it. Uh, I was like, "No, nah. oh, okay. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not good." He, what is he doing? He, he's playing the magical Negro, and he's playing uh, yep. like, taking care of a white family or something like that. I was like, "No, nah, hell, yep. fucking no." You know what? I'm, I'm kind of surprised he would take that kind of role. It seems like he mm-hmm. would he would push back against accepting something like mm-hmm. that. But you know, I yeah, guess that's he's at the point where. Yeah, I guess he's at the point where, yeah, he's trying to. Well, but again, if you think about it, he hasn't gotten to, he hasn't done the re, you know, I got to rehash all of my movies checks yet. I think he's almost 60. So, I mean, it's going to be hard to be Axel Foley. It's going to be hard to be, you know, the dude in, I mean, he's going to be hard to play that role. So he's just kind of floating out there, you know, doing essentially voice work. What? What'd you say? Coming to America. Coming to America. Oh, that's, yeah, he, that's coming out. Yeah. yeah that is, yeah, he's, he's out, doing so. the sequel to that, too. Yeah, so if that's right. successful, then maybe that opens the floodgates for all the other ones. It probably will. So, mm-hmm. what, what, was, yeah. what was his last What was his last big movie? I mean... Probably uh, Dream Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah I Dream forgot Girl. about that. That's right. I, okay. I, I'm going to yeah. say Dream Girl because, I mean, he was nominated for an Oscar for that role, so... Yeah, he was. Yeah, he yeah. probably he probably would have won it if it hadn't been for that other movie. So yeah, Norbit, Norbit. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> 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 you you do. You you should you you would think that that's how they do it, but you and I both know that it's very political. Um, so, yeah, they look at a whole lot of other stuff. And at that particular time, they looked at that. And, and the rest is body, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think more than yeah. anything that 
yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just. Yeah. We could do a whole podcast on editing. Uh. Anyway. All yeah, right. We could. All right. Let's get. <laughs> let's get to. Uh, well, speaking of R.I.P. Like Eddie's career. Let's get to the real R.I.P. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> that was a line step. Um, yeah. Let's get to. The, <laughs> it was a line step. Let's get to the rest <laughs> of it here. Um, we got uh, a whole bunch of R.I.P. R. Kelly's career. Oh. Whose career? R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Yeah, we're going to get to that, too. Yeah, well, that's coming up in the black is black. All right. So first up, and there's no particular order of importance or what that – well, actually, it is kind of as we get to the end. First up, Peter Tork from The Monkey, 77 years old. He dies, passes away. Uh, the Monkey's TV show, to be perfectly honest with you, I couldn't stand that show, like, with a passion yeah. that I hated it so, so much. Um, so I never <laughs> – you know, I watched it because my mom watched it but I never was a fan. So anybody got any monkey memories outside of the TV show? Punch. Yeah, uh, I watched the show. I did like it. I could watch that shit. I couldn't watch fucking The Partridge Family for nothing. Mm, Yeah, I didn't like that either. Yeah. But, yeah, I I like the monkey. I mean, they had some pretty girls on there and Mm. acting stupid. Sure, I'm down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sad man, any monkey memories? Yeah, only because my brother used to watch it, and he's you know he was older than me, so it was more in his uh, generation. But uh, I always thought it was kind of just stupid, <laughs> just yeah. I mean, beyond Same silly, you know. I mean, yeah. and not that I have anything mm-hmm. against shows like that, but for for some reason it just didn't click with me. So, yeah, I didn't hate it, but it was yeah, I didn't really watch much of it. Don't don't ever ever watch Head their that movie they made. Woo-hoo! Oh, I, the I've actually seen it. Shit. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Oh, was that, that their answer to Yellow Submarine? Was that that? that was, they're like Beatles. That was attempt so, to be the Beatles and being yeah. creative or whatever. Yeah, or, or, or Sergeant. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I, I haven't seen that. It's, a, it's a really it directed by Jack Nicholson, too, I think. Yeah. Some, yeah. I think right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, side brother topic. They really need to bring back uh, behind the music on VH1 because that really yeah. did help explain a whole bunch of stuff for a bunch of people that we grew up like listening to. I mean, I'm sure now it's oh, yeah. people that we don't know. Who that was they a good are, series, but I mean, yeah, yeah, behind it the music was a good crazy. series. It, it really was. Yeah, it was, it was really a good good. Uh, Pop up video. Yeah, any monkey memories? Pop up video. video was great. I used to love yeah, pop up video. That was addictive, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. VH1 doesn't show anything now, but RuPaul's Drag Race. I think that's the only thing that's on VH1. Every time I, I didn't think it was still a channel. Mm. Well, well that's, that's like MTV. MTV started out showing yeah. videos, and now they don't show them at all. So, yeah. Not okay. MTV at all. That's what, yep. Right. That's no where they're at now. Majority TV. Mm. All right. So, <laughs> any, any uh, monkey memories to female perspective? Um, I think I may have watched maybe one or two episodes, but I mean, to me, they were always like a cheap knockoff of the Beatles. And to be honest, I just rather watch the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what so, they were. They were hired to kind of be a TV version of the Beatles. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. An American tried to be an Well, not all of them were American, so I can't even say that. But yeah, they yeah, tried yeah, to be like a cheap knockoff of the Beatles. Yeah, that Davy Jones. So, Davy Jones, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. So yeah, we spent more time on Peter Tork than I would have liked. Anyway, Catherine Hellman, <laughs> uh, 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 eighty-one years old. Who's the ball? Mona oh, on Who's yeah, the Mona. Ball. Uh, she was also on so, Everybody Loves Raymond, Soap. 
Um, she was on I was a lot of TV shows. Um, I, I was I was trying to say like, was I a fan of Who's the Boss? Because I don't think that I was. I mean, I like Alyssa Milano, but she was a child then, so I'm not a real fan of that <laughs> show. But I do remember it. Well, because I because our mother watched that show. Like my mom watched that show all the time. So I mean, there's only one TV in that house at, at certain points. So you don't have a choice choice to watch that shit. Oh, uh, any uh, <laughs> Mona memories, Catherine Helmet, the female perspective? Um, I did used to watch um, Who's the Boss in syndication. Um, mm-hmm. And she was funny. She played a very um, humorous, yeah, a humorous character. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah. and she was on soap, too, wasn't she? Wasn't she on oh, soap yeah. as well? She, yeah, was, she yeah. was, yeah. That's what I first saw. I was going to say that, yeah. Right, right, yeah. So I, I I remember her from both of those things, and she was she was a very humorous, she was a good actress, a good comical actress. So yeah. Mhm. Okay. Sandman, most remember her from Soap. Who's the boss? Something else. Yeah, I remember her originally from Soap, like just like a female perspective, just very good. And um, I didn't really care for uh, Who's the Boss, but uh, I I thought she had already passed. She was one of them. <laughs> One of those people you had not seen in so long, yeah. you think, oh, I didn't know she was still alive. Because she always kind of looked, like, a little older, if you know what I mean. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I, she does, she yeah. Already. But yeah. she did, rather. So. Yeah, she did look a little older than I guess she actually was, but yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so. I remember, yep. I remember Mona was always essentially horny on um, Who's the Boss. Like, she yeah. Was, yeah, that was, that was a running joke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hotch, any memories? Catherine Hellman? I want, remember her on Soap a lot, and now now thinking about her, thinking about the woman in red in Game of Thrones. That reminds me of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> without the Amulet. Without the Amulet. Yeah, I was going to say. Without the Amulet. Oh, come, wait a minute. Now, hold up. That's a bit, that's a bit harsh. That's a bit harsh. Damn, that's harsh. Um. Real quick, I'd tell you a terrible, like, traumatizing kid story or whatever from my youth. I, was, I think I was in maybe fourth or sixth grade. So Soap would have been on in syndication at that point in time. Uh-oh. And um, I came to school or whatever, and uh, this girl came up to me and was like, oh, did, hey, did you see Soap this morning? Now I'm thinking, like, you know, Soap, the TV show. And I was like, no, I didn't see it. You know, and she was like, yeah, I can tell. Like, I guess I feel like that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn. wow. Damn. That's awful. But, nigga, look, that's a 35-year-old memory. What I'm saying is things stick with you is basically what I'm trying to say to you. Uh, all right, really, 40-year-old memory. Exactly. All right. Uh, <laughs> next up, Nathaniel Taylor. He was Rollo on Sanford and Son. Uh, he passes away. Yeah. I didn't get the age there. Uh, he was also he was rerun, 80, wasn't he? He was also Rerun's brother on What's Happening as well. Um that's a really? kind of a, uh, throw, throw no, away. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't either. Um, so, I mean, just other than that, I mean, I don't want to do a whole show on Sanford and Son, but just, you know, any Rollo memories or a particular episode. I know the one where uh, they was growing weed, like, in the in the the, uh, the junkyard or whatever, and he was yeah. trying to get it. He was like, man, yeah, <laughs> we got to take somewhere and smoke it. Like, that's exactly what I was planning on doing. Uh, so... <laughs> I, any, I just any, remember I have 
I remember I was all those get rich quick schemes and and that, you know, and <laughs> and how Fred would always get on his case and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, some of those episodes yeah. were just hilarious. I mean, just comical gold. But yeah, <laughs> Rallo also had great hat. Like his hat collection was on fire. Um, so, yeah, I remember that. I forgot about that. Rallo memories, Hutch. I mean, he we saw him on there. You knew it's gonna be fireworks. And Fred would yeah. tear him up. Fred would tear him up too. It was just hilarious. All right. So yeah. So the thing, Rollo passes. Uh, this other one, I don't. I think we can skip right over it. I just saw it. and I saw people tweeting about it. Whether Keith Flint from Pro- the group Prodigy. Anybody got yeah, that? yeah, I, yeah. I saw that, but I'm not that familiar with that group. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything. Yeah, I don't know much about anything it. like that. All right, so let's skip to the next one. Then King Kong Bundy. I do know something about this one. King Kong Bundy mm-hmm. passes away six sixty one, which he was. That's a little young. Um, not for wrestling. Not for wrestling. Yeah, yeah not for wrestling. Yeah. Chances are, even as big as he was physically. And whatever, he may be better known for his run, you know, or partial run on uh, Married with Children. I mean, he left wrestling and he was, you know, literally the only Bundy on that particular show. <laughs> um, I don't remember his run on uh, Married with what? Children. Oh, my gosh. He was Peggy's brother. I don't remember. Oh, that. oh my gosh. Yeah. <clears throat> Peggy's brother. He probably was on there somewhere between probably seven to ten episodes, you know. So your wrestling, your wrestling memories, Dan Hutch. What are you wrestling memory about with King Kong? Uh, didn't he pin Rocky Johnson or one of them or one Priority Brothers in like ten seconds? Was that okay. him? Maybe. I I think it was Maybe? on one of the. Yeah, I think he pinned Rocky Johnson. I just did a damn belly splash in the corner or something, and, 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 that, and he folded up like a tent. Dang, harsh. Uh, okay, and man, you are a wrestling fan. Any King Kong Bundy memories? Yeah, all I remember him. That was like in, like the early uh, parts of the WWF, right? And then, um, yeah, back when Baby Hulk Hogan days and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's all the main race I really kind of have of him. I mean, he was, you know, t- typically a heel, big as hell, mm-hmm. you know, and beat the hell out of people for the most part. Yeah, he was he was the brute Pretty back much. before it was cool to be a brute. That's that's basically yeah. it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Team Effective, do you know who King Kong Bundy is or was? I've heard that name, but I'm not really that familiar with him. He was probably I, I have heard that for, name before. He was probably best known in wrestling parts for two things. One, he didn't want like three counts; he wanted five counts. So he would finish. The oh, that's or whatever, right. And he would be like, yeah. "No, you know, three, no, five, I want five. And so he counted him out for five <laughs> counts. And then two, he headlined a WrestleMania uh, two with Hogan in a cage match. Uh, that reason yeah, I, I remember that remember. mostly, or three, I can't remember which one. But the reason I remember that mostly is that Brother Beavis and I went to go see that on closed circuit TV. At uh at Hera Arena, and um, 
So yeah, we went to see that over there. That's when he that's before we converted him to uh the NWA and WCW. He was still a, a, a WWE as Mark at the time. So yeah, right. that's the infamous. We're sitting down, and brother, we just told this story before. We're sitting down, and I'm sitting next. It's just the two of us. We didn't have parents, so we were, you know, in ninth grade. We're sitting down, and I sat next <laughs> to um, some big ass redneck. He's like, "Don't spill that shit on me, boy." I was like, "Okay." any wrestling match. <laughs> you got that right. Yeah. I would agree true with statement. that early, those early wrestling days. Those early wrestling days, I definitely well, They ain't wearing suits and ties now either. This is true. <laughs> okay, you're taking me off. You're taking me off, the, you're taking me off topic. Uh, man, man, do you remember when your brother took me, you, and Hutch to a wrestling match at the Hair Arena? Does that sound familiar? Yes, I do. Yes, okay. I do. I remember that vaguely. I mean, uh, perfectly well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember who you know, we Tommy saw Rich. wrestling that night. Was Tommy, Tommy Rich? Was yeah. Was it Piper? Yeah, and I think well, Piper was on the card, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I do remember. It might have been Buzz yeah. Sawyer and Tommy Rich. And, yeah, okay. Oh, All right. Buzz Sawyer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also dead, by the way. All right. Uh, yes. Next R.I.P. We'll give this one a female perspective. Carl Lagerfeld, a uh, famed designer. Oh, yeah. Performer. Yeah. He passes away uh, mm-hmm. recently. Any Carl Lagerfeld yeah. rumors? I wore his cologne once. Yeah. Um, he did a lot for Chanel. He was, you know, the head designer for um, House of Chanel. Um, I mean, most people know him for, you know, his over-the-top, you know, uh, approach to fashion. He always had a little dog that he carried with him, had a ponytail, and, you know. Oh, Lord. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and, and he was quite blunt about uh, various people he worked with and their mm-hmm. their fashion sense. So, yeah, he would tell you if you look like crap and wouldn't have, you know, any problems doing that. So, yeah, um, but he, he'll, he'll definitely be missed and definitely be missed, be missed in that industry. He was a big part of it. Can you say that quote about sweatpants, about Carl Lagerfeld? Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot all about that. Yeah, um, we were watching some show and they were talking about it. They said, um, if, if you wear sweatpants, that basically means you've given up. Oh, damn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, and that's him all the way. That definitely sounds like something he would say. <laughs> Man, that's harsh. Giving up again. I need to change my morning attire, I think. Every morning. <laughs> yeah. Dang. I've given up, apparently. All right. Mm. Uh, y'all two fashion uh, 
dudes on the other side of this. Y'all got anything on Carl Lagerfeld? Yeah, uh, uh, no. Only no Carl Malone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, next up. Uh, Jan Michael Vincent, uh, Sandlin sent this out on Friday through the text chain, and um, it was like, yeah, and like female sex was like, I thought he had died already, and technically he did. Like you were both right. Yeah, he just didn't come out. He mm-hmm. died in February, but nobody knew about yeah, it. Yeah, a month before. Like, I guess when his publicist, yeah. yeah, his publicist put it out or whatever. So uh, Jan Michael Vincent did. Uh, I didn't catch the age on him either. Um, Seventy one or something. Yeah. 70s, so, yeah. Uh, I thought I thought he was like sixty something when he died. Yeah. No. So but it, you know, mm-hmm. kinda on the pair end of that segment we talked about um uh behind the music should be brought back. The E True Hollywood story should also be brought back because that mm-hmm. used to give you a good perspective on like the stars yeah. or whatever, you know, the highs mm-hmm. and lows usually. And even right. like, yeah. like, it was possible. Yeah. And his E2 Hollywood story was, you know, the thing of, of it's pure Hollywood. It's so cliche, you know. He was young, he was good looking, he got all these roles, he became famous, he got into drugs, alcohol, he did some dumb shit, and then he just went into obscurity. I mean, it's the tr- it's the quintessential Hollywood story. And, you know, like, Sam, man, you were like, oh, you know, you watched a bunch of Airwolf. I, I, I don't think I ever saw a minute of Airwolf. Go ahead and talk mm. about Airwolf a little bit, Sam, man. Not a minute. Yeah. Well, it was, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, Airwolf was, a, it actually started with a full-length movie, if I remember right. Yeah, um, TV movie. And then it, yeah, and then it went to a a, a weekly show, um, like action uh, uh, show about, they stole this uh, high-tech helicopter that was being developed by this evil scientist. I think he was going to sell it to uh, terrorists or something like that, and they, mm. uh, him, the John Michael Vixen, I forget who the, uh, oh, no, Stringfellow Hawk, that was his name. He had a strange name mm-hmm. on the show. And uh, of all people, Ernest Borgnine was the uh, co- uh, co-star. And an uh, unidentified white female was, like, the third member. I don't even yeah. remember who she was. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and they were just weekly adventures, blow up some shit with the advanced helicopter. I was watching for the helicopter. I ain't, I ain't even going to lie. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> But that was basically it. That's mainly what he's known for. He was, and uh, he's he's been in like you know uh, network TV movies and stuff like that. I don't know if he was actually ever in regular, um, regular uh, movies or what. But that's where I knew him from, anyway. Okay. Yeah, I I put out there that uh, you know he was in that movie where uh, John Amos, the dad from uh, Good Times or whatever, went to Africa looking for the world's greatest athlete or whatever, and they actually had to come out with a white dude. And I'm like, yeah, that's different. <laughs> um, uh, that's awful. So, yeah, that's pretty uh, awful. God, oh, yeah, the world's mm-hmm. greatest athlete. And um, that says so much, by the way, of 1970, whatever that movie was made. But anyway, yeah, so, um, yeah. Yeah, but that, that's, I think, I don't necessarily remember it from that. You know what, Hutch? I think they showed that shit at Raw. Like, I think that's how I remember seeing it, because it's definitely not something that I would have picked out on my own. I yeah, wouldn't go to Blockbuster to find that food. Hell to the no. Yeah, that's all the <laughs> type shit right there. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's basically why I remember. You got any Jan Michael Vincent memories from your perspective? Um, not really. I, um, I don't think I ever really watched, um, Airwolf, um, and I don't remember him that much from any other projects, so, yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. yeah. 
He's a good-looking kid and got into a car accident that messed his face up, and then that like, kind of sent him off to the deep end, and that was the end of it. I mean, you know, I mean, he might have had Airwolf in 1980, whatever that was, but I think after that he was completely off the, off the charts. Um, yeah. So, all right. All right, last one, man. I told you we had a bunch of them. Luke Perry dies, uh, 52 years old, Ohio native, by the way. Um, Luke Perry, most famously from 90210, uh, most recently famous from playing um, – Fred Andrews in the Riverdale show. Um, guy's 52 years old, has a stroke uh, earlier in the week, and then later in the week just passes away uh, you know, from organ failure. Um, I guess it would start with, like, were, were you a fan of 90210? I guess it would start from there. Female perspective, did you watch it, either live or in uh, syndication? No, I did not watch 90210. I just, I just thought the show was uh, to be blunt stupid. However, I did watch Melrose Place, which is crazy because that's basically <laughs> the same thing. But exactly. So, but no, I, I know watch Nine Hundred Two One Zero, but I do, you know, remember him being the heartthrob of the show, and everybody's crazy about him, and and you know they they just love this Luke Perry. But yeah, I I never watched Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Uh, but from what I, you know, when he passed away, when he passed, um, I was reading some of the comments, and everyone had nothing but glowing, you know, comments mm -hmm. about him. Apparently, he was a really, just a really cool dude, and you know, yeah. and everybody loved him. Yeah, definitely got a lot of that. Like I said, a lot of those Ohio Midwestern alleged values, or whatever. Maybe not. Don't spill that shit on me, boy. Values, but. Um, <laughs> you know, he allegedly, people really cared. You know, he you know was supposed to be a really nice person in Hollywood. Did either of you two watch Nine Hundred Two One Zero? No. Yeah, okay. I figured as much. I, I'm like female perspective. I also didn't watch Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Not live. I watched Melrose Play, and uh, <coughs> and then I like I think I maybe gone back to Nine Hundred Two One Zero like when it got like later in the later years or whatever. Like when um. Like Tiffany Amber Thiessen got on the show, and I know I watched right. that he, um, when he left the show originally because um, he was date. I mean, because I like remember the Noxzema girl. He was he married the Noxzema Rebecca Gayhart. He married her on that show, or she got she died or whatever. But anyway, whatever. Mm. I know more about it than right. I probably should from the latter. Yeah, that's right. Y'all um, so, <laughs> yeah. know. There's a know. coming for you. Well, but you know, y'all, y'all know that like, okay, well, you probably watch Riverdale, and I don't watch Riverdale as much as I enjoy Archie and Archieverse or whatever. That show is just a, uh, you know, uh, an it's thought, the opposite of what Archie is. Did then you know, start out watching Riverdale? I did, I did. I was doing a podcast about it with these two girls, right. you know, who wind up taking it on their own. I just edited their podcast last night about him dying, and. I just it's it's hmm. the antithesis of what Archie is about, and so I have no desire to see it. So I stopped watching it in probably part of the way through season one because it was just like this isn't Archie, and you could have made that show and called it anything else and left Archie's name out of it. So I just had no desire to watch it, and it's and it's stupid. Hmm. Like I listen to their podcast because I edit it, and I'm like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I, I hear. I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's like. It, yeah, it's just all it's all over the place. It's not you know, it's not made for me. I was, you know, kinda of peek into my day life or whatever. I was at a middle school the other day, um, scheduling students for the following year 
And the eighth grade girls were around. It's like, oh my god, you did see Riverdale last night. Oh my god, I was like, that too. Hey, um, I work at a place that ain't no school, mm. and the, and the nine males at that place. Don't know nothing, man. They don't. You know, that was just supposed to be a 90210 reboot, like the third reboot for the show. They had announced, like, kind of last week that they were going to reboot the show with the originals, and um, right. this dude passes away. But you know what, though? They ain't going to mm-hmm. let that money train stop because now they're going to use his death. I don't know. No, they, they're, right. They're still going to do it. They're still, yeah. Right. They're, they're still going to do it. They're just going to do a tribute to him and so forth and yeah. so on. But, yeah, they're still going to do it. No, no, they're gonna do it like the, like yeah. the big deal, like Kevin Costner dying. They gonna that's gonna be the thing that brings them together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's that's gonna yeah. bring them back. Punk asses. They shouldn't do that without him. Yeah. Oh, now they all need them. <laughs> no, they should. What else are they doing? Like, who else? Nobody on that show or on the original. I mean, they God, they all gotta need checks. So, yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. That's mm-hmm. all the RIPs. Did I miss anybody? Because damn. That's that was a lot. I understand that. I hear you. So, <laughs> all right. Let's get to the box office yeah. report. Uh, it's the DreamWorks Sounder brings us in. All right, the box office report, female perspectives, account is up five to one. We all know what one is. Okay. I have two stop signs, though, and, so, and then one will get female perspectives review of Captain Marvel. So what was number five? Number five is Alita Battle Angel that made three point two million, and that's made seventy eight million thus far on a hundred and seventy million dollar budget. Yeah, it has a huge budget, but you know what though? Internationally, it's made a bunch of money, so it. it it's right, yeah, it, yeah. That that's the thing. Some of these movies that don't do well here are cleaning up, you know, internationally, especially in China. Yeah, China. Yeah, yeah they have. Yeah. Big open there, so they yeah. ain't got no, they ain't got no, yeah, they, they ain't got no taste. This is whatever. They just have to. No, they will watch anything. Though. <laughs> they will watch anything. They just that have is partially true. Man, and they no, they ain't yeah. no press. They just have to not be yeah. a press. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number four. <laughs> <laughs> Number four is the Lego Movie Two, the second part. That's made three point eight million, and it's made seventy ninety seven million thus far. Yeah, much. And much I don't know what the budget the was on that. Yeah, much yeah, less than the original, so. though. It's by far uh, not a probably one of the more unsuccessful Lego movies outside of uh, Ninjago, which I thought was pretty good, by the way. All right, number three, and this is my first stop sign. Number three is Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral. That's made $12 million thus far. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's made $12 million this week, and um, it's made $45 million thus far. And that's right in his wheelhouse. Two questions. One, I knew this movie was coming out, but 
did any of y'all, even with the death of Medea killing the character, did any of y'all have any desire to see that? Not really, no. Hello. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Two, do you know anybody that went to go see Medea's freaking death <laughs> or whatever this is? Like, honestly, like, I'm not saying that it's a bad friend or whatever. We all like, know somebody. I do? We all know somebody. Um, I don't know if I do. <laughs> Maybe like I don't know if anyone offhand, but... Yeah, I don't. I don't know of anyone offhand. Like I've, I haven't spoken to anyone that said they've gone to see this. So mm-hmm. it, it is literally <laughs> amazing that he could keep making the same essential movie over and over again, and it's profitable. Like he's become very rich on making a low budget movie and making a bunch mm-hmm. of money box office wise mm-hmm. and on video and DVD. I mean. Yeah. Props yeah. to him, man. Like, I think it's all crap. But props to him. Somebody. Don't knock the hustle. Well, somebody. somebody right. I mean, he, yeah, you're right. I I give him all the props for pulling this off because, yeah. 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 Not and, he, and, and, and he has his own studio and so forth. I mean, that's mm-hmm. impressive for anybody. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I I give him everything that in that regard. That will I ever watch a mm-hmm. minute of that stuff? Absolutely not. But <laughs> I don't know that we're the hush. I don't know that we're the target market, I and mean, we black. <laughs> <laughs> um, when it first came out, and people that are R O C um. I mean, if you didn't go to him at, at, at the beginning of his cycle, he was Uncle Tom mm-hmm. in my world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Wow. And then, and then after two or three of them, you got your all right. You ain't Uncle Tom, bad. You can you don't have to watch them more. So, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely, I Damn. genuinely imagine. Damn. That uh, I genuinely imagine that a bunch of black church ladies are the people that go see that movie. And a bunch of Larry the Cable Guy white folks that go and see this movie. Well, why that Medea cracks me up? God, dog. You know, and they really go and <laughs> see those movies. And that's about it. Like, I don't know that there's anybody in between any of those two things that go and see that movie. Woo, that Medea cracks me up. Golly, gee. And that's mm. it. Because, I mean, and it's profitable. I mean, $45 million, that movie probably cost him a freaking, um, a couple of hamburgers. To make, right? You know, was it even over five million? It was amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah, whatever, man. That's terrible. I mean, it is what it is. I ain't gonna knock the hustle. If he offer me something, something. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, hey, man. I'll be the bad uh, person that finds Jesus later on. I bet there's somebody in that movie that did that. Anyway, all right. Uh, number, number two. <laughs> number two is How to Turn Your Dragon, The Hidden World, that made $14 million, made $119 million thus far off a $129 million budget. Yeah, that's a diminishing returns series. Did y'all ever see the first yeah. one? The first one's really good. I saw the first one. I haven't seen any of them since that, but, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I saw the first one. Yeah, the first one, the second one, not so much, and I haven't seen this one. And that's, you know, showing the, the whatever of my age of kids or whatever, you know, I remember vividly taking my son to see the first one, and then 
I know his mother took him to see the second one, and then he literally has no desire to see it now because he's a teenager. <laughs> he's had his feel of the Tragic Dragon, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Probably more and just probably closer to seeing Medea at this point. All right. Um, and the number one movie in America is Captain Marvel. Make Captain Marvel. Million um, go ahead and give your review, Team Inspector, because we all gave ours on the Marvel hack. Um, this this movie had problems. Um, the first the first half was was not great. The second half it kicked in a little more. It, it was a little more. There was a little more um, substance to it. Uh, <clears throat> but the biggest problem I have with this movie, and I'm gonna have to be blunt, is the casting. Um, this this actress. She doesn't have enough personality to pull you into the character to make you care about the character. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a problem, mm-hmm. especially when it's her movie. Uh, the, mm-hmm. best, the best part of the movie were the two black characters and the cat. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. <laughs> that's about it. That's mm-hmm. about it. So, yeah, that, and, and if they're expecting her to be the one to carry phase four, I think they might have some problems. Because, um, yeah, yeah. There, I there's think, some issues there. I definitely think that they're thinking more that her and T'Challa or Black Panther are going to be the ones to carry Phase 4. I can see that, too. Right. They, they, they need to just give it to Black Panther. Yeah. They need to just let well, well, they they got the X-Men and stuff coming in, too. Yeah. So, yeah. so maybe they're they're gonna, gonna, I think they're going to rely more on those. I don't think those worlds are going to cross paths or whatever, but I think you know, I could totally see that. And again, you know, as we reviewed it on there, you know, I, I don't think any of us were abusive in praise of this particular movie. I think we all had some issues with it that we didn't really like or whatever um, about mm-hmm. it. And you know, there are continuity issues that, you know, that causes a lot of questions as well. And, you know, the first part of the movie was very confusing to me. I mean, I was like, I didn't really know what was going mm-hmm. on for a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and then I watched, yeah. it, I watched it the second time. Right. You know, through nefarious things. <laughs> And, um, you know, I, I kind of understood it a little bit better, but, again, like the early parts of that movie is shot so dark, you can't really tell what the hell is going on. And then, you know, yeah. the other way makes it even more difficult to find out what's going on. So, it's, you know, I, I totally – I could totally see that. Like, I could totally see if somebody's like, yeah, I didn't really dig it. Uh, I could see that completely. Okay. That was the same way. Mm-hmm. Did y'all uh, – I mean, I don't want to put everybody on blast or whatever. Yeah, uh, how do I how to phrase this question? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you for saying that because I was really struggling to get the hell I was going to do that shit. All right, so, so okay. So, uh, it was one of your. But yeah, one of your, in comparison. Uh, one, oh, go ahead. No, I was saying one of your least favorite, like, kind of Marvel movies, like in the bottom half or bottom quarter of movies, or uh, like just firmly in the middle? I'm going to say it's probably toward, more towards the bottom. Okay. Yeah, it's probably mm-hmm. more towards the bottom. Yeah, and, and in comparison, I know Marvel is trying to get a female superhero out there, and I understand that. It feels like, I don't know, something about this about the way that movie was done feels very generic. It's like it, mm-hmm. it like they were, yeah, there was there was a rush to it to try try to compete with Wonder yeah. Woman, and it just mm-hmm. it doesn't measure up in my opinion. 
So, right. yeah, I, there, some work. they still need to do some story. work. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the writing was you know, particularly very good on it. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it 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 seemed it's its own movie in and of itself that it's tied into the MCU, but it also it's its own movie. And I think that, for me, that was the part that, you know, they, they could have easily fallen back on, like, oh, well, you know, oh, Captain, you know, like, falling back on, like, tropes. And, like, well, Black Panther, even though it wasn't T'Challa, they could have fallen back on the idea of Black Panther being around at the time. They could have fallen back on things to try to give her, a, the you know, the wrestling term is a rub like from some other characters, and they didn't. They let her be on her own, whether that's good or whether that's bad or your perspective or whatever, that's fine. But I, I appreciated the fact that they didn't try to kind of pigeonhole or force hole like all this other stuff in there, although they did force, you know, Samuel Jackson in there, but that was, I mean, again, essentially part of the, a bigger story in terms of the adventure. Mm-hmm. So, like, I hear mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it made a crap ton of money opening weekend. Um, yes, yeah, did, so. I, yeah, I did. It did. Almost a half a billion. Yeah, Sam Anson text out that it's almost at they almost got a half a billion dollars in one week. Um, again, less than a week. The, the Chinese they have no taste, but. Um, <laughs> just saying. Um, but in theory, in in the same breath that you know it. You know, is it a? It would surprise me if that's a billion dollar movie, but it would also surprise me that it made almost a half a billion dollars in one weekend. So, I, I, I don't know. And I was looking before with well, with Sandman sent that out. I thought Wonder Woman had made a billion dollars, and it didn't. It was like it didn't. No, it made like eight hundred million. Yeah, eight hundred yeah, something. I think. So yeah, it's higher. It's entire run. Shocking. Yeah, which was shocking to me that I because Aquaman's terrible ass movie made a billion dollars, and that's a terrible movie, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, it's got issues. So, yeah, I mean, you can, you can you just never know, I guess. But anyway, yeah, all right, yeah, so that's it. Let's get out of the box office report and jump right into these blackity black ass topics. Hold on, let me hit my music. All right, so uh, let's spell out the word black. Actually, I got into an I. I didn't get the T and Y, but I jumped all the way to I in these topics here. Um, the first B, the B is for bail. Um, R. Kelly is out on it again. Uh, he, uh, he was out on bail. Yeah. He got sent back to jail because he couldn't pay a $166,000 child support payment. And then one of his dumbass fans went out to pay that shit like a fucking... No. Dumbass uh, asshole uh-huh. let that motherfucker back onto the street. And um, so he was back in jail. Now he's out on bail. Uh, he did an interview with Gail King this week, was the, which was the epitome of ridiculousness. Um, as he oh, tried yeah. to explain himself. And, and a female second, I thought of you when I was watching this, and I was just like, who in the hell is his p- public relations person? Because why in the God <laughs> Oh my god! Get out on television and do this. Why? <laughs> exactly. Tell me something now. Tell me something. Yeah, who, whoever that PR person, they need to be fired because that did not well, help him well, at all. At no, all. Maybe no, it, paid it hurt him. It didn't help him. It hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I told somebody online. I was like, R. Kelly paying people in songs at this point. So I'm going to write this little game. <laughs> yeah, that, that might be the case. Yeah, that's the fucking shame. I mean, honestly, it's yeah. just terrible. I mean, I, how, how, I mean, he went as far off as you could possibly go 
and still oh, hurt himself. I mean, there was nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, he was he was appealing to his his base, which is mm. people that ain't old enough to vote yet. Mm. What? Mm. Are you kidding? No, that's not his base. No, that, that, is, that is his base. I mean, well, oh, uh, well, yeah, well. Yeah, Lord. Um, I was thinking more. He's. I don't know what he. I don't, I don't know what he was doing. There's no PR person in the world that one should have let him do that interview, and two, right. let it go the way that mm-hmm. he did. Like that is just that exactly. Was, like, PR quit, didn't, didn't yeah. He, didn't his PR person quit? That's what part of that uh, R. Kelly thing was, or that. Or they were, just before that came out, then mm. a PR person quit because she, they, they couldn't handle it. After that, I'm yeah. sure he did. Well, and, yeah, at this point, I mean, he probably doesn't have any money to pay any of them. Yeah. If, if he's struggling to come up with, with you know, $100,000 of bail to get out, and at one point he was worth $200 million, uh, yeah, mm. I, I doubt very seriously if he's able to pay these other people. Yeah, and I was trying to explain to my son this morning on a completely unrelated topic about how famous people, like, how, you know, R. Kelly earned $200 million. How could he be broke? I was like, okay, first off, the tax. Oh, you can be broke. Money. Yeah, you, you can be broke. Oh, and, and, yeah. and, not, and not not paying attention to your own money is the, a surefire way to go broke. Letting everybody else handle yeah. it but you is a surefire yeah. way for you to go broke. <laughs> you can do that, yo. She could go away quick. Yeah. You, you're right. Real quick. But, he, but, but in the interview, he said he just now went to the bank. He's never been to a bank before. And plus, what? you know, I, I, yeah, exactly. And, and I think it's been known that he can't, or he has problems reading and so forth. So you put <laughs> yeah, that on top of everything else. Wow. Yeah, and that, that is very understandable. Yeah, let's keep it a thousand. He ain't exactly the most articulately and intelligent brother. He's just been gifted with music, and um, right, yeah. Right. So I mean, but also what will take your money away is having multiple um, non-disclosure agreements and settlements, and kids right. and kids without marriages and child support right. and alimony. Well, yeah, that will take the rest of your money. Well, yeah. I ain't got none of those to my knowledge, and I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in debt, right. two hundred million, but you didn't start out with positive two hundred million. So I, I just, no, I ain't start. I started off with two bucks, and I'm down yeah. to shit fifty cents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's it's uh, it is what it is with him. Like he's not going. That's not gonna end well. He's probably probably gonna wind up in jail or something. Like it's just you know he you know he's probably got the you know, uh, public defenders defending him now because he can't afford a real lawyer. Oh, well, so, I mean, was, that's a wrap. Just, yeah, well. just go to jail right now and, and work it yeah. off, man. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> work it off. Start doing right. time through. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, my God. Just, yeah. just go to jail now because save all that, I mean, save us the trial that you go lose Yeah. then just, just lock it on up. You and your, your brother's in there already so y'all can have reunion shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. That's the thing. Uh, damn. 
Uh, L is for laughable. Uh, it was reported this week that uh, noted uh, lesbian Tyrese is going to play Teddy, Teddy Pendergrass in a biopic from Teddy the uh, – Teddy Pendergrass. That's what I said, Teddy Pendergrass. Uh, in a biopic from uh, Warner Brothers, they put this biopic out. Uh, my note just says, absolutely not. Tyrese, um, <laughs> who probably could handle the singing chops of it, definitely doesn't have any of the acting chops for it. Right. Around no, the room. no. It's, yeah, yeah. it's kind of two, twofold. Definitely, the, the Teddy Pendergrass story is a story worth telling, though, correct, Hutch? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's definitely worth telling. Definitely, and definitely how, mm-hmm. it, how it, the second half of that ends, like the first half with the panties on the stage, is a definite great story right. of the story. And then how it right and the discrepancy. It's the messed up. About what yeah. happened in that car, also behind the music, about what happened mm-hmm. in that car that is Wait, a great story. Before behind the music shit, all them hair parlors and yeah. that had that story. Yeah, exactly. To me, that is a great story to be told. Is, is Tyrese the one to tell a female perspective? Um, and I think I told you that I don't I don't think that he has the acting chops to pull this off. And it is a great, it is a good story, and it needs to be told. But I mean, to do it justice, they need somebody that has the acting skills to to be able to pull it off. And I don't, I'm not so sure that Tyrese is one to do that. He can handle the singing part, sure. But, I mean, you've got to be able to handle both. And I don't know if he has the acting skills to pull it off. And, you know, in, a, in, a, in his defense or whatever, even if he couldn't sing, like, you know, finding somebody to just do the acting part would be difficult enough and finding a black actor that could do it. You know, you could just dub all the singing stuff and go kind of like, uh, you know. Right, exactly. Not doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, right, exactly. So you, you should, yeah, you're so, trying to tell me so to me, is the best actor? No, no, and, and that's what I'm saying. I think I think a pivotal part of the story needs to have a good actor to to be able to tell it. And without that foundation, it's you know unless you have that foundation, it's not going to you know do what it needs to do. And um, yeah, and I don't think he has somebody on cast. He has somebody in mind that he think would do able to do it. Um, I'll mm, I, I don't. I'll I don't, no, but I'm sure there is someone out there. And it doesn't it doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, a known actor. I mean That's it, it could be, say. you know, an unknown actor. An unknown actor yeah. and this could be their opportunity to shine. So yeah. Yeah, yeah we're gonna uh, talk about miscast roles here when we get to one of these other letters here. Um, <laughs> but, well, yeah. Teddy, Teddy Pendergrass hasn't, hasn't done anything or whatever in 30 years. Easy, yeah. right? But think about so, it, too. Like, well. but, but, so, I mean, you're trying, to, you're trying to pitch this to people who really, really knew of him and then a whole group of, a whole generation of folks that don't know games about Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah. I think his story to me right. reminds me of George Michael. Get the Michael here and that, but um, right. I, I think in more than anything, like, I, is this a? And I was thinking about that. I had like three notes on this. I was like, is this a like a BET story? No, this is a BET story. Fuck, go ahead and put Tyrese in there. He gives a fuck. Right? Yeah. Are you trying to make a real theatrical movie? That's 
Racist-ish, but not racist. 
No, not I thought about uh, the quote the man said. Oh, I don't have it written down. Do you remember it? Man, I'm looking it up. He called them that they were um he's like, What do you call oh, black people antique antique farm Ant- equipment. Right, black folks oh, antique farm equipment. Oh yeah, my god. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Uh, it was wild. I mean, again, uh, it's Maine. You know, he was like, well, you know, if you look at my record of blah, 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 I look at what you just uh, said in them text messages. Right, But what's worse, that, that quote or blackface? Uh, uh, 1A and 1B? Right, right. Well, one, one was resigning, and the other one is good. The other one is right. Yeah. One's resigned, and the other one is still in office. Yeah. No. And, 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 and please don't think that I'm defending this in any way, shape, or form. Um, the other one did it 30 years before they became governor. Not saying that that's right, but it was 30 years before he became governor. Uh, but he mm-hmm. should still resign and been kicked out or whatever too. So. Uh, right. So the other one Actively while the mayor. Yeah, I, right. I, I agree with you. Yeah. So, I, I agree. I just, I was just like, I, the racist ish, 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 but not racist. I'm like, uh, what? I need that on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. Somebody like, what I made it, <laughs> Yeah, what I said mm-hmm. was racist-ish, but it wasn't actually racist. Oh, yeah, but he, he's gone. Uh, that was on top of the thing, and we it was in between two. And we talked about it with Brother Beavis on the Marble Hacks or whatever, where like the lady in Maryland was talking to a Democrat, no less, and she was like, "Oh yeah, you know that's Nigger County, like one of the counties in Maryland." She said, "That's Nigger County," and you know, oh, oh wow, like, oh well, wow. Said, her defense was like, "I can't believe that a word that's not in my vocabulary came out." I'm like this, this <laughs> is definitely in your vocabulary. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! She had the nerve to say a word that's not in my vocabulary, but yet you said it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she had no problem saying it. She's trying to open yeah, right. yeah. And, and that. And that's the thing about the politics of, between the Democrats and Republicans. The Democrats got as, as just as many problems as Republicans. Mm-hmm. And yep. just, yeah. But, you know, Republicans, are they're also rich and racist. As opposed yeah. to most Democrats, it's foreign reasons. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, too. Well, it's getting me later. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just terrible. All right. So yep. that's a antique farm equipment. That's some fucking shit. He was like, oh, it's just an off-color drug. I'm like, mm, I think the color was pretty old. Yeah, I think the color was way on, sir. Hey, what else? And how do you bring, how do you come up with a conversation with your mistress or your ex-mistress? Yeah, why we not talking about fuck? Yeah. Why we talking about this? Right, exactly. Right. Exactly. Oh, Lord. All right, C is for circulation, as in pulled from circulation. Uh, the Simpsons pulled the Michael Jackson episode from their it's not that season two or three where Michael Jackson actually did the voiceover. Uh, a classic freaking Simpsons episode, by the way. Holy shit. One of the best yeah, episodes was. ever. They pulled that uh, from Backlash from the documentary from Finding Neverland. Uh, uh, along with female perspective, I've been freaking arguing about with people about this shit for a week and a half now. You know, I'm late to the point of being exhausted about it. To the point, you know, it's like, I don't, I'm trying to get to the point of like, I'm trying to get people to understand and, you know, we're playing this out on live here, whatever. 
Like, I, I don't want you to think that I'm like, oh, you know, fuck Michael Jackson, because that's not really it. I just, I, I have an issue, not necessarily with you being a perspective, I just have an issue with the fact that, like, a lot of times we equate um, not guilty. Like, no, well, that's mm-hmm. but not guilty with innocent. And those are two different things. You know, the court of law can find you not guilty, and I get that, and I, I understand that. Like, I can understand how O.J. was found not guilty. Like, I can understand that. And I can understand how R. Kelly, mm. I can't understand how R. Kelly was found not guilty when there was video evidence or whatever. And I can see how Michael, like, I can see how these things happen. Like, I get that part. But that doesn't, I don't mean that they're innocent. Because from my perspective, and there's no, and there's no pers- the discrepancy in the fact that everybody says this or whatever, is that there's no discrepancy in the fact that, you know, at a, as a 35, 40-year-old man, he was sleeping in a bed with young boys. That doesn't seem mm. innocent to me. And so mm-hmm. starting that as my as my point as my uh as my like base level there, did he sleep in the bed with young boys and nothing happened? Yeah, is that totally plausible? Absolutely. But it's also totally plausible <laughs> that something did happen and he put himself in a position where this could shit could happen to come up. So go ahead and give your side female second. I mean, we've been arguing about this shit for a whole day the other day. <laughs> yeah, well, here, here's the thing, and I'm not, and and I'm not fully certain that that Michael is not, you know, guilty, or whatever. It's just that the the two people who you know put this documentary together, I don't trust mm-hmm. them. Their backgrounds right. are very shady, very shady, mm-hmm. and that that's the number one problem uh, for me with that documentary. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and coming from, you know, reading about how all this, you know, developed and so forth, I just don't trust those two. Don't mm-hmm. trust them, those two. I don't trust their account of what happened. I think mm-hmm. that, you know, this is, I, I don't know how they're, they're trying to benefit from this financially or to get attention or whatever. And, I mean, and people do make up things. I mean, we, we know about the the small less story. I mean, people make up shit all the time to get attention to for various different reasons. So, yeah. I mean, I don't... It's just that knowing what I know about that one choreographer, Wade Robeson, I do not trust mm-hmm. his account of what happened. I don't know that much about the other guy, but just just with that, just mm-hmm. knowing what I know about him is enough for me to not mm-hmm. trust that documentary. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hutch, you brought up before that, you know, if he was innocent, I mean, air quotations or whatever, then why are you settling for $20-plus plus million? That's, that's, I mean, let's clear all the other shit out. When he went, I think, I think you used to, that's my personal opinion. Um, something went, something went way wrong somewhere down the pipe. I don't know if Joe Jackson whooping that ass too much, his, Mm. his brothers was messing with him too much, uh, old girl, this uh, is Blue Lagoon chick. They give him no loving, whatever. <laughs> they start going, start <laughs> messing with the <laughs> messing with little boys, <laughs> or something went, something went wrong there. Don't be sleeping with no little boys. I mean, and yeah, selling for twenty million dollars, and yeah, y'all have been in, uh, in court a lot the last couple of years of your life. Mm. Yeah, just. Yeah. Yeah, I think something happened there. Yeah, it's just it's just weird mm-hmm. for me, for him, 
like to had put himself. I mean, again, nobody wants anything. I don't want anything to be that Michael Jackson did or whatever. I don't want that to happen. I, God forbid. I hope that didn't happen to those two people in there. That being, that's the best case scenario. I hope they are lying and that nothing happened to them. That's the best case scenario. You know. Well, here's the thing: if they are lying, if they are lying, they're they're still doing damage to his legacy. So I mean, and they're doing yeah. damage to, and they're doing damage to like real victims too, like just like Justice Malay. Right, yeah, like exactly. Yeah, they are. Yeah, exactly. Doing damage yeah. to real mm-hmm. victims. Like, I get it. Oh, I get that part. Right. You know, I just don't. Right. I just, I, 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 I just, I just, and I, I only watched like maybe like the first ten minutes of it or so, and they didn't even really get into that part of it. It was just you know like kind of how they met him or whatever, Michael Jackson. So I didn't really get that too mm-hmm. far into it. But, mm-hmm. you know, the idea of, and again, you know, I hate to play from my work perspective or whatever, you know, shit happens in high schools a lot of times with teachers and young students. And there's this whole process of grooming, like, these kids, and they do it, you know, whether they're doing it consciously or subconsciously, they're grooming these, and it's usually girls, they're grooming these girls to be able to try to do something with them, and it winds up in situations like this. And it sucks. And I just, you know, I, I, when I see an adult in a situation with somebody who clearly they shouldn't be in a situation with, it always is going to raise, like, every hair on the back of my neck. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why, what, what are you doing? Okay. Like, why are you talking to that person? Mm-hmm. Why are you hanging out with kids? Like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, again, he lost his childhood, okay? And then you made a park to attract young, you know, Neverland, and you made a park to attract more kids to hang out with you? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's weird. You know, or that twisted up brain, man. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems weird. I, you know, and so the Simpsons pulled that episode. I saw him a perspective. I saw that his music was shooting up the charts, like on you know Spotify or whatever shit. So you know, it's the yin and the yang. And same thing happened with freaking you know R. Kelly when uh, uh, leaving R. Kelly whatever came out. You know, people uh-huh. see the person that whatever that they like. That shit's about to go. Here's the thing, I believe Michael was was definitely, you know, guilty of eccentric proclivities. I definitely believe that. I don't know to the extent, and so far I haven't seen any, you know, any concrete proof of, you know, him don't want doing those things. And yeah. I don't. You're right. right. I don't want to see it either. I don't want to see it either. Right. This documentary yeah. is, is not it for me. So, yeah, and I mm-hmm. and I hope to goodness that he didn't do that. I really do. Yeah. So. I thought you were saying something. Mm-hmm. You were, like, here's what you were saying. Something. Me? Yeah, I thought you were. Oh, yeah, well, here's another thing. If we go if we go down this path and it looks like we the, the dream police or the political correct police, there's gonna be about five people on rock and roll you can actually listen to. Yeah, and here's the thing, it there's several other artists out there that that have some real shady backgrounds that they haven't bothered to touch. Most of them are in rock and roll, and because of their skin color, whatever, they get a pass. Yeah. That's bullshit. No, I, oh, that's yeah. That's bullshit. You know, that's right. They should all be run. Yeah, she's only 17. Shit, Woody Allen's still out here making movies, man, and that's bullshit. Exactly. Too. 
Oh, yeah. You know, that's what I mean, I, and, and uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not making excuses for any of it, regardless of color yeah. or whatever. It, it's horrible. It's horrible. But, yeah, I mean, you, there, there's definitely, you know, some issues there. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I, right, I, I right. totally understand that part. I, I, you know, again, playing personal role or whatever, you know, in my training for Don't get fired. No, when my training for one of my <laughs> other programs or whatever, in in uh, graduate level work or whatever, you know, I had to take a bunch of classes on on one of these particular topics, and so they would have they had a prosecutor come in to us to talk about like how these types of things happen and when kids have to go and testify and all those types of things, and this has always stuck with me. Like this person said this, whatever he was like, you know, determining guilt or innocence in these types of situations is really determined upon the likability of the alleged perpetrator. So if a jury or whatever or a judge believes that perpetrator, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like if they believe that that person is likable or whatever, then a jury will find him guilty. Like, oh, you know, that, you know, Michael could do that or this dad wouldn't do that or whatever, and that's it. Dad, be damned what the uh, kid says. Like it's almost the uh, testimony of the kid becomes irrelevant. And, you know, mm-hmm. at that point, if that person is likable, they, I mean, shit, R. Kelly is very likable to certain people mm-hmm. obviously on that jury. Michael Jackson right. is likable. Right. Well, right, right, right. Hey, here's one thing. One thing about that. When you when you think about all these bad allegations against Michael Jackson, what color is Michael when you think about it? White. White. <laughs> mm-hmm. He damn sure wasn't black. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. It's, it's that it's that uh, white okay. Mike that's doing all these bad shit. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I yeah. 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 Yeah, it's all it's 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 a tangled up mess. And I, I, it's I a whole, totally yeah. It's a mess. Like I totally understand. If somebody was like, "I'm still listening to Michael Jackson," all the way, fuck this shit. I'm like, I, I totally get it. If somebody was like, "Man, I can't fuck with Michael Jackson no more," I totally get that too. Like I totally get both sides of that. And just like from my perspective, I'm just like, you know, it. He may have been found not guilty. I, I just can't, like, you know, I was talking today or whatever. I was like, would I let a 35 year old person, male that I don't really know, sleep in the bed with my 13 year old? Hell no. Okay, and you asking me if that's okay? It's gonna catch you a fucking punch in the neck. That's what you're gonna get, <laughs> right in the neck. I'm gonna punch you just for asking me that mm-hmm. question. So yeah, mm-hmm. no, uh, blah blah blah. All right, letter K, y'all. This will be back to what we normally talk about. This, this shit. should have been our Kelly. Well, no, I got you. I got you. No, nigga, I got you. K is for King Richard, <laughs> uh, movie being made about uh, Richard Williams, father of Serena and Venus Williams, amongst other kids that he had well, out of like wedlock. Like six or seven. And, uh, <laughs> Ooh, damn, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what am I saying? <laughs> did I say something that wasn't true? What did I say? There was a lot of shit. <laughs> you, have, you, have, you have got the, the line stepping belt this week, sir. Thank you. Where is your album? I wear it, Okay, but what did I say that wasn't true? He got I mean, but damn, it's a movie. I mean, we're going to find out that he was dipping his tennis racket in other places, but damn. We already knew that. Oh. Hey, we already knew but, that. I mean, they ain't kind of pretty. I mean, like, everybody knew that. Keep it in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> King Richard was dipping his quill in many different places. I think he has, I think, I think the number is eight, and then the one girl died, so I think living is seven. And only wow. like two of them is Venus and Serena. So, um, oh, okay. I didn't know he had that yeah. many, but I'm not surprised. Gang, yeah. yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. Gang of kids. 
a gang. He could almost feel, you know, a starting nine, man, if he didn't have a pitcher and a catcher. All right, anyway, so <laughs> Will Smith was tasked to play this role as Richard Williams. And, again, I, this seems like an Oscar reach, uh, but it could wind up being a, you know, ABC after school special. I don't really know at this point with, with uh, Will Smith. <laughs> so the issue became for me is that we've all seen Richard Williams. Uh, this is a colorism issue for me. Will Smith is, you know, he ain't light, bright, and damn near white, but he's damn near closer to that than he is to the chocolate wonderness that is Richard Williams. People are like, oh, well, you got to get Will Smith because he's a star. You have to do that. Like, like, I get that part of it. But to make him look like Richard Williams, you're going to almost have to put him in damn blackface female perspective. So, yeah, yeah, it, it's going to be a stretch. And, and Will is already catching heck for that blue character he's playing in Aladdin. So, uh, yeah, this is, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is really going to be awful. Um, yeah, the casting, I, I have a big question mark about as well. I, I'm, not, I'm not seeing, you know, their father in Will Smith. Uh, I, no. I, you know... I don't know, maybe Will can work some magic. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, I, I can think of some other actors that I think would have been able to fill that slot much better than Will Smith. On the top of my head, I was like Cheeto and Idris Alba. Or Idris Alba should have been. Yeah, I was going to say Idris Alba, too. Idris Alba been, could have played that role. That would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, that would have made a lot more sense. A lot more sense. And, I, I, I mean, and he's. I got a side brother topic, too. Oh, yeah, let, let her let her finish that though. Go ahead, see what's going. Uh, yeah, and if they're just looking for a name to carry it, I mean, it just has a name that that would carry that that you know project. So yeah, mm-hmm. I I don't understand why they thought to go with Will Smith. Um, better actor, Mark. There for better me. Way. Much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, than definitely than better actor. Right. Yeah, I like, agree. Not even like not even in the same like hemisphere. What you were saying, mm-hmm. uh, brother Tucker. Yes, um, this is my thing on Idris Elba. He's just, you know, <laughs> take his man oh, alive and uh, all this and all that. Oh, boy. What was that? You know person makes some of the worst fucking movie decisions and uh, whatever decisions ever to be one of the best actors or that's out there right now. You know what? I, I, I agree with this this take, by the way, but yes, finish. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he wants, uh, I mean, I, I hear he's up for a 007 role. He ain't going to put that blankety blank in no 007. <laughs> And we all know this. Everybody in the royal family except Meghan Markle going to be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Man. And he's British. Yeah, no, I get you. And just in this situation, he was by far the better uh, yeah. option for this. He would year. definitely be a better option. Yeah. Easily, yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. Something that there's no chance that Will Smith ever should have been even considered for this role. And this reminds me actually of that situation. Of, what was that? Uh, 
that lady, the, that Spanish actress that wound up playing that role for the black actress. We talked about this on the podcast, too. Um, damn. What's her name? The one that plays Gamora. Uh, What's her name? Zoe Zaldana. Oh, uh, Zoe Saldana. Yeah, Zoe Saldana. Yeah, and then she wound up playing. Oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And then they wound up having mm-hmm. Yeah, for Zoe Saldana played Nina Simone. Yeah. Nina Simone. Yeah. yeah, that was. And they wound up having to put a prosthetic bad. nose on her and put her in a black face. Right. And oh, and that, yeah, it was awful. It was awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was messed so, up. Yeah, that's <laughs> one way of putting it. And, um, yeah, it was just insane. And I, I feel the same way about this. You know, it's like that's why Don Cheadle didn't get cast as Muhammad Ali because he was too dark. You know, Muhammad Ali is a light-skinned brother. You know, like that's mm-hmm. why Will Smith gets that role. Like he can't be taking the light-skinned role and the dark-skinned role. What the hell? Right. You know? like, <laughs> uh, shit. Like, I mean, and the blue jeans, and the blue genie rolls too. And the blue genie rolls also. He's taking all this too. Wow. Look, make sure you work. do wonderful yeah. things, man. Nah, that's no, no, no. That, that that's do. putting him in. No. Make him make the problem. No, that's putting him in blackface. For that, no, that's putting him in blackface. No, maybe only mm. one out of ten people could probably pick out. Uh, they fought anyway. Hell, they might have even taken out shit. No, nah, he's been on the, the whatever, like, milk carton here recently. I don't think he's in well health or whatever. But, right. like, mm. I get that. But, I mean, there's archival footage that you can pull up of that man. And he certainly is. doing archival research on him? His daughters are around. St- or what? His daughters are around. Very famous. Very famous. Yeah, they are looking him up because guess what? Guess uh, what? They the, he is the reason that they're as successful as they are because he got them started right. playing tennis. Period. So, yep. yeah, they are going to look him up because he, yeah. he was the foundation yeah. of them getting into tennis. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they didn't have no PlayStation back in this early century. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's why the most of and that's what I'm saying. Like, who are they going to cast as the, like the, the, the daughters, whatever? Are they going to cast that light-skinned girl from Blackish, you know, as the daughter? Like, that doesn't make no sense either because both of them is dark as hell, too. Like, I mean, like, you set yourself up for some goofiness. And I just don't, yeah. like, unless you're just going to completely yeah. ignore, is, like, is the this, part. Is this going to be a theatrical release or is this going to be on BET or something like that? We're going to be on today, Mark, by the way. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, you know what, Or uh, female sex it, might wind up being, you know, it might wind up being a Netflix. That's It's not like a Netflix, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, it's, like it's probably a Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's probably but a Netflix. Still. Which is, which is B-E-T-U-I-E. Hey, Netflix movies <laughs> is winning Oscars, sir. Right, exactly. Roma won a bunch of Oscars. Roma won a bunch of them. That's ah, bad topic. Not the best mm-hmm. picture. It got nominated. Not the best picture, but they won several other Oscars. They won. They yeah. won other Oscars though. And and ah, and, Bush. and and for me. It's Spielberg. Oh Lord. Uh, can we get to, I mean, SDFU for Steven Spielberg for trying to, like, 
not getting, you know, yeah. all the Netflix movies shouldn't be nominated if they don't have these. Oh, uh, yeah. Release. Well, see, you, you know what, and, and, I, and I mentioned that after the Oscars, even though we didn't get a chance to discuss the Oscars either, but I mentioned that after, um, after the Oscars. Um, that's one of the reasons I believe that Roma, they made sure Roma did win, because if Roma did win, that changes the game. That means Every you don't time. have to actually have a theatrical release movie win an Oscar. And that, that's a big mm-hmm. issue for that industry. A big issue. That's why Steven Spielberg is pissed off. Right. Right. And that's a lot of money, too. <laughs> and, you know, let's do a real quick Oscar whatever. Shouts out to all the black people that won. Uh, shouts out to uh, Ruth Carter. Shouts out to Hannah Buechler, uh Brother Beavis' uh, right. step-sister. Uh, uh-huh. to, uh, Marsha Hanna Ali. Regina King. Regina King. Yeah, Regina King. Regina King. Yep, I'm here for all Spike Lee. Yes, yeah, Spike yeah, Lee. Um, he went, what is that, for screenplay or whatever? I mean, so, yeah. yeah. Shout mm-hmm. out for all that. And fuck Green Book. Um, still. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Inchai, too. Inchai. Inchai, yeah. Supposed to be the host. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. All about that. Yeah. You know what? I watched the whole thing, and I don't know. Probably if you know, you probably watched it, too. Like, um, it, I was perfectly fine without there being a host. I could do without all the Yeah, you know what? I thought it. I thought it. I thought it. Right, exactly. I don't yeah. think I think a lot of people didn't really miss not having a host, and plus it ended, uh, you know, a lot sooner than it would with the host because the host has to come out there and keep the audience entertained mm-hmm. and tell corny jokes and all that, and that makes the show that much longer. So the yeah, show moved a lot faster without a host. Right, it moved a lot faster. It was, it was more condensed. So yeah, I mean, I didn't miss the host at all. Yeah, and I definitely wouldn't have missed yeah. it if he had been Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I for blackity black. I've gone past it here. I is for indictments. Uh, it was found out that uh, Jesse Smollett, we mentioned it before, he got uh, 16 charges 16? in yeah, 16 different yeah, counts 16. Uh, in Chicago for his alleged, and I guess we can still call it alleged, his alleged story about him getting beat up and having a new stone around his neck and bleach thrown on him or whatever. It seems like it seems like that's a BS story. I mean it could be it could be completely wrong and jumping the gun. I think we've been fairly consistent on here in the fact that it seems very fishy from the jump. Um and I think we're still feeling that same way. Could it be true that he it didn't happen that way? Okay. But, yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know, it seems like they've already started. He's got a good attorney, though. I don't know how he's forward Mark Garagos, because that dude is a hell of an attorney. But um, mm-hmm. you know, it seems like they're jumping ahead of it already. Yeah, the time machine can make it actually happen. Well, they seems like they're jumping ahead of it already in the sense that, like, oh, you know, it was, um, you know, he's dealing with a drug problem. Um, I think it, the people at Empire already took him off the show for the next episode. Oh, so... Seems- so he supposedly has a drug problem now? Yes. What? Uh, yeah. That's, the, okay. that's the spin. Yeah, that's the spin okay. is that he's had a drug no. problem. It might, it, it might be uh, stranger than fiction, too. No, I, I, I don't. Uh. <laughs> hey, man. Uh. Think, play this shit out live. Hey, man, you know what I should do to get more money for my show? 
I should make a fake ass <laughs> hate crime. And um, so y'all do. Oh, sh- yeah, hold on a second. Oh. <laughs> he did that. that sounds like a great idea, bro. Yeah, man. Well, it was probably more yeah. of a snort than a smoke or a puff. So, um, uh, yeah, it just that just sounds uh, weird, and it sounds like it, it is a high person idea. You know what I mean? So he's probably high and thought this dumb shit up, and nobody yeah, thought they was going to do it. And, and, and the way it was executed. They had two, two black brothers. Yeah. Right, exactly. Mm. That, that's what I'm saying. The way it was executed was just horrible. He prayed with a chick. He didn't even get two white people to do it. He got two brothers. Yeah. I mean, what? What on earth? Yeah. What on earth? What? He, he, nothing about that old brother made any damn sense. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, it was Venmo, you an ass whooping. Yeah, it was blowing up since the beginning. You talking about me? You the belt from the Straight out of not Goodfellas, but straight out of a mobster movie, like, oh, you know, I'm freaking sick, I'm dying, or whatever. And the judge plays leniency <laughs> on his treacherous, treasonous ass, and only gives him four <laughs> years in prison, and uh, uh, which is absolute BS shit. for somebody that literally oh, sold yeah. the country out to the Russians. Horrible. And lied to Congress to get this freaking whatever orange doofus into All office. Right. But do you believe me about the shit he said about Trump and what he thinks about black folks? Of course I do. Don't you? I do believe him. Yeah, of course. Yeah, pretty much. Is any of that not fairly consistent with whatever else he does? Yeah. That's all. Right down the pipe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. I also had this other story. I didn't send it to y'all, but I don't know if y'all saw it. You know, kind of riffing on the end here. Did y'all see all these things like where they break out fake Melania at these um like events where he has to go to, where her body goes yeah, down I, and looks like her. Right? Yeah, uh, her, put her uh, right there a body and, double or something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. damn! Really? I ain't see that. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's definitely not her. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Real Melania, you know, kind of bring his name back. Real Melania kind of has like a bunch of Michael Jackson tendencies, um, physically, oh. and fake Melania doesn't. Like she's shorter, and you know they bring her out there, and you know, and they try to pass it off like, oh, it's President Trump and Melania. Like everybody's looking at these pictures, like, yo, that is definitely not Melania Trump because Melania Trump is a jump ball, and she's almost as tall as him without heels, and fake Melania is way shorter than him. So uh, hmm. yeah, it's just kind of weird. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll send you the link after we're done. But you'll be like, "Oh no, that's definitely fake Melania." Anyway, okay. <laughs> I think that about wraps it up. Uh, we're rock, rocking close to an hour and a half here. Um, that's about it. 
Uh, anybody got any other things that we missed? How'd you usually good about that? Um, I think we covered everything uh, blackity-black was. Mm. Didn't miss any non-blackity-black stuff. Um, I don't think we did. We pretty much covered it. I don't think so. That was a whole bunch. I don't think, yeah. so. mm. I think we covered most of the major stuff. Somebody needs to go to the beach list. Right now, out this window, you'd be like, oh, how in the world are you in the house right now? Because it's probably 82 <laughs> degrees, and I literally cannot see a, a cloud within an eyesight of myself. So, um, yeah, there's that. I mean, actually, you know, side road topic or whatever. Um, fuck this place and tourists. Um People be showing up here and live in my neighborhood or whatever, and you know they just you know like this is not necessarily generational wealth, but generational whiteness. You know, y'all have experienced this probably before too when you talk to somebody from work. Like, oh, what did you do this weekend, or what did you do for like the spring break, summer break, whatever? Oh, you know, my parents have a house in you know name check my city or whatever. My parents got a house or you know, <laughs> in uh, uh-huh. Florida or whatever. So we go down there and hang out at the beach for a couple of weeks or whatever. Da, 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 da. Like, oh, you know, you get to go hang out here for free. Blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, black folks ain't got them options at all. Not at all, but mm-hmm. they're rare. No. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, where'd you go? Yeah. Uh, shit, I went to work, nigga. That's where I went. I didn't have any questions. <laughs> I'm like, I went to work. Because I had enough to do. I had to go to Florida to go stay. Auntie and uncle and grandma got a house in freaking Florida, and we go hang out at the beach or whatever. And so the reason I'm complaining about this is that, like, two houses down from here, there's somebody in a minivan, a Honda Hutch, from freaking um, uh, Ohio Plates, and they've taken up a bunch of parking spaces in this place. And I'm like, get out of my damn parking space. You don't live here, damn tourists. Get oh, out. Yeah. Get out of a parking space. Uh, and up early in the morning with <laughs> badass kids running around with a whole bunch of noise. Yo, get out of here, you damn tourists. Get out. They're <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. You can't go to a restaurant after 5 o'clock and you're looking at a two-hour wait. Like, they're just all over the place. They're just here because it's that time of the year here. Like, it's spring break-ish. So everybody yeah. comes here, mm-hmm. and you can't go to restaurants. Right. You can't go to, like, we, when we did go to the beach as a, uh, the other day, like, it took us, like, you know, where we live, it's about a four-hour, four-hour, four-mile drive, but there's a bridge that goes for, like, one of those miles, and, like, the mile to the beach, it took us 20 minutes to get over the damn bridge because all everybody's going to the beach. Oh, it's because they're here. Like, they're all here. Wow. Like, them, everybody yeah, in the north, the Canadians is here. Like, all these Quebec licenses. <laughs> 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 they're all here, too. <laughs> oh, annoying. Yeah, it is that time. So, yeah, that's, that, that makes time, sense. Yeah. That's kind of the reality anyway, of Florida. It's just the way mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. It is. I know. I never took one spring break in all my formative years. Ditto, by the way. As a matter of fact, uh, I spent one of those spring breaks with some damn chicken pox. Mm, yeah. And, and mm-hmm. after one of those other fucking weeks, I spent in the front leader rest, also known as push-ups, at some damn uh, military thing for mm. mm-hmm. ROTC. Yeah. Now, I remember All the right. stories that I was... Yeah, when I was in co- in, in college or whatever, but like, yeah, man, we're going to Daytona Beach or whatever, all these Caucasians. Yeah, 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 that's, I, I was like, oh, that's nice. that's nice. Where are you going? Um, well, 
I just paid $60 to catch this Greyhound bus. It's going to take me seven hours to get to Columbus, Ohio. And hopefully my brother will pick me up over there and then drive me back to my house. And that's oh, my God. It. And I put, that oh $70 my God. I put that $70 on a credit card and cashed in some bottles and cans to get that $70, man. <laughs> so, fuck out of here. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Man, what the hell, man? I'm going to Daytona Beach. What's that? Right. They told a beach, hell, Virginia Beach, where the black folks were like, I couldn't do that shit either. Yeah, I, I thought, yeah, you know, yeah. we're all from the same place or whatever. We're all from the same place, so I'm going to tell this story before we wrap up. Like, white people forever was going to Myrtle Beach when we were in Ohio. Why are we going to Myrtle Beach? What the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. What is that? <laughs> I, don't know. I had no idea what it was. I, I literally thought it, Myrtle Beach was like across the street. Or across the corner, or across town, because I had no idea where the hell it was. I'm like, oh yeah, we're going to Myrtle Beach for spring break. No one knew why. Where is that? Like, that's that's a thing. Like, I had no idea. And then when where, I finally went to Myrtle Beach, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Go ahead, where was the first beach we actually went to? I'm trying to think of that. What was the first beach we actually? That's a real saw? beach that don't count like the lake. You know, Lake Erie, Lake or whatever. I'm trying to think. Mm. I can't. I don't remember no beach until I was damn near old enough to drive. Yeah, I'm. Fort, I didn't uh, even see no beach until I was in Fort Lauderdale. Or no, I saw one in college. That's not you. But I went to I went to Myrtle Beach. No, Hilton Head. I went to Hilton Head as a kid <laughs> yeah. in college. I went to Hilton Head <laughs> with the tennis team. Yeah, I went to Hilton Head. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap this up. Hodge, we need exit music, man. My, uh, I submitted Lies by In Vogue. Mm. Mm-hmm. I also okay. submitted Respect by Aretha Franklin. That's it is uh, Women's Month. National Women's Month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Women's Month. That'd be good. Okay. Okay. Let me do Respect. Yeah. Is there any other, maybe more up to date women's anthem that we could do? I mean, again, that's our age group, so it makes sense. Is there anything that was not 50 years old? I'm every time every woman. I'm every woman. Shaka Khan or uh, mm. old girl. But I'm not every woman. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm every woman. That's good. It's, um, let's see. Yeah, Shaka Khan's version. Okay. Yeah, Shaka Khan's version, yeah. Okay, let's, you want to do that? I'm every woman. I can do that. Okay. Or you yeah. want to do her song. Who? Debbie Goff, huh? Indy Ari. Indy Ari. Which one? Yeah. No. Um, uh, He's got a couple of them. Yeah. Right. Let's go with Shaka. Speaking of Shaka Khan. People like Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. She hates that song, by the way. I hate that song, too, with a passion. passion. Lord. Oh, my God. I hate that song. All right. So, as Shaka plays this out, we don't hate this song, Shaka Khan. Somehow wind up listening to this. Let me know. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, rate, review, subscribe. You can find me at Brothers Comics on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, you can find Sandman and Sandman415 on Instagram. And, no, excuse me, on Twitter and Facebook. The other two guys are in the ether. Uh, that's yeah. it. So, yeah, it starts to mm-hmm. roll us out. Uh, any upcoming Brothers Comic news and business? I don't think so. I think we're pretty much in a holding pattern until like May or April or so. We're good. good. Yeah. yeah, so Shaka starts to play us out. I'm the producer of this podcast. I'm signing off. Uh, go ahead and sign off.
Adios. Zanini? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Guys, you already checked out. Alright, our, our, our Sandman, go ahead and sign off. Right on, people. See you next episode. Right. Hot, you don't get fired, man. You want to talk about Chinese some more? You better talk me <laughs> Chinese alone. <laughs> 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 like Richard, Richard Pryor line out there. About 100 Chinese motherfuckers out there. Yeah. They go help you with two of them. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Pennsylvania Dutch, Chuck? Can we talk about that? No, we, uh, yeah, you come up the Dutch. We don't care about that fucker. Yeah, nice. All right. <laughs> we'll see everybody on the other side. Peace. Peace. Peace.